So you may be thinking about upgrading your RV, or maybe you're looking to buy your first RV, but how will you know if it's the right RV for you? Well, we're going to explore that topic in this episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this very special episode of Travels with Delaney, the podcast. Today, we, Patty, are going to do something we have never done on this podcast Absolutely, before. Absolutely, something new. We're going to have guests on our podcast. <laughs> and I thought for the first episode of having guests, it would make sense to have the man who makes us sound good. You're right. Our friend and our producer, Jim Kuzman. Jim! Jim, welcome. Thank you. We're so glad to have you on here well, finally. It's weird to be on this side of things, I <laughs> can tell you. Yeah, it is. And we could not have you on here without your better half. Mr. Abe. <laughs> Mr. Abe. True. And so for any of you listening to our podcast who also follow our YouTube channel, if you've seen those cute little drawings of peppermint patty and pumpkin spice patty, mm-hmm. Abe's the man behind that beautiful imagery those cute images yes adorable <laughs> so welcome guys we're so glad you're here today thank with you. us thank you so we met what it's been Jeez. two three years ago we had carl three years yeah three years ago yeah we had just gotten our tab mm-hmm. yeah and so was that your first rv it was it was yeah. well let's just start let's dig right into this all one, right because i think this is going to be fun and i think there's gonna be a lot of information how what made you decide to buy an rv I think so we had tent camped before and I I camped when I was little I camped when my kids were little and we uh, I I went camping or I went I visited some friends who were who were camping and they all had campers very so there was fifth wheels and travel trailers it was classic and I'm like you know we haven't camped in a long time cuz I kind of got tired of you know sleeping on the ground and dealing with the elements and all of that kind of stuff and I said, you know, maybe I could get back into this if I was a little bit more comfortable. So the idea of getting a camper of some sort was started there. I, I came back from that. And I'm like, I, I think, you know, maybe, maybe we could do this. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people start that way. They start with the tent. But then at some point, it's like, maybe it's time to get off the ground. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what was your, once you decided like, Hey, maybe we'll try an RV. What was your process that you went through? Cause I think for everybody, it's probably a little differently, but was there, did you go like to an RV show or did you just start like researching online or local dealership? Um, I started researching online. I love to research. I, I over research and over, <laughs> you know, a, everything. I overanalyze everything. And I, and I love that process. So I had seen, you know, like I said, one of them had a fifth wheel, one had a class A, one had a little travel trailer. And so I was starting to get to understand the differences between this. Uh, I just started looking around on YouTube and I actually, that's how I found your channel and and found you guys. Mm-hmm. You had the tab okay, and you have the tab 400, you had Carl. Uh, that's kind of what got me starting the process. We hadn't yet done an RV show uh, and we really hadn't seen that many campers. I, I don't know that Abe was even, you know, I, I was probably down halfway down the road, more than halfway down the road <laughs> in this process before I said, hey, what do you think about getting a camper? Now, Abe, had you ever camped before? Yeah, I'd gone uh, tent camping before with my family back in Texas when I was really young. Okay. And Jim and I actually went camping in Florida a couple of times. And it wasn't bad, um, but tent camping is a lot more work right. in, in some regards, so. And maybe not as um, comfortable or luxurious oh, yeah, as an yeah. RV. Especially like from Florida um, to Ohio, because it's a lot, you know, it's warmer down there. 
and yeah. up here. <laughs> sure. Well, in fact, Patty, Patty had never, never camped camp. before. Never. My family's never tent camp, nothing. Um, but we're kind of interesting because we did not start with a tent. We started with no. a little teardrop. The right. Little we actually started, but the our reason for starting RVing was the dog was the dogs and mm-hmm. the tent was not an option because you can't leave your dog in a tent. Right. Right. If you want to go out. Right. And so, yeah, our journey was a little bit yep. different. Yep. Now I had done, I had went tent camping a couple times yep. in high school sure and, and a couple times a, a friend of ours in high school had his parents had an RV and they loaned it to us like nothing like sending four high school boys out with an RV. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. And I remember we we went to we we were we called or I forget how it went. We were going to the local Jellystone and they're like, You are all 21, right? <laughs> Somebody has to be an adult. Oh. And so I remember we we ended up getting Dennis's mom, oh, yeah, Carolyn, to a, go up and say, yes, she was going to be staying with us the whole time. I mean, the minute we had that trailer unhitched, she bolted. We didn't see her. <laughs> she didn't want anything to do with no, that. She, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but that was really it. Like my family was not, mm-hmm. we didn't, we never went camping either. So, which is kind of fascinating. So, but yeah, yeah. we didn't start with the tent. No, I never had, not until we bought that little teardrop, the yeah. Dutchman tab. Yeah. yeah. And when, when I first started looking, um, I had a little Volkswagen Tiguan, a little SUV. And the tow rating on it was 1,500 pounds oh, with 150 pounds tongue weight. And I'm like, so I start looking. Right? And that doesn't give you a whole lot of options, no. right? I was warned by, you know, I, I you try to learn from others when you're first starting out. Sure. And everybody kept saying, just skip the pop-up stage because everybody goes through the pop-ups. And then you could look and you could see the market's just flooded with used pop-ups. Gently, you know, there's like six months old and people are unloading right. them. Why? Well, there's. There's a reason they they probably weren't what you really wanted, but mm-hmm. it's what you could tow. So I thought, well, the first step in this, we've got to get a different vehicle to be able to do something bigger. Mm-hmm. So uh, I traded the Tiguan for a Volkswagen Atlas, which would tow five thousand pounds. Okay, and that opened up things pretty right. pretty well. There's there's a lot of good options sure. in there. See, you were smart. Yeah, we did we not weren't. do that. We had. <laughs> oh, I get, I get dumber as the story goes. Uh, yeah. We did not do that at all with we, any of our rigs. Well, we had a Saturn view. Uh-huh. Same situation. 1,500 pounds. Right. Probably 150 pound tongue. Didn't understand tongue weight at all. No. Back then. Right. And apparently our dealership didn't no. care because never even mentioned it. But we were actually <laughs> looking for a pop up because I think at that point we weren't thinking we would leave our dog alone in the RV. We just wanted a place to sleep at night. And what the problem was a lot of pop-ups, even back in 2005, Mm -hmm. they were well over 1500 pounds. And we came across that original tab today. We'd call it a 320. back then. They were just called tabs and it weighed in right at, I think 1500 pounds. Mm -hmm. And Patty really wanted a bathroom. Yeah. This did not have a bathroom, not have a bathroom, (laughs) but it was so cute. It was adorable. And 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 the interesting thing was it was technically used. But it, it was on the showroom floor, and what had happened was a gentleman had bought it. Mm-hmm. They used it like twice, I think, and the wife hated it, and they traded it in at a Jayco dealer on a hard-sided camper. And so this Jayco dealer put it, because it was so darn cute, they had it on the showroom. They just wanted it gone. It was adorable. And um, so we bought it because of the weight, and we towed it one time. What did we go? Maybe 30 miles. Right. And I said, 
no way. Like I knew nothing about towing, <laughs> but I but knew you tell something. I, knew, right. I told her, I'm like, we're going to drop a transmission. <laughs> and so like a week later, yeah. I went out and upgraded to my very first truck I'd ever owned, a Silverado. Right. But, and I think that's always an interesting discussion. Like it's like the horse or the cart, which yep. do you buy first? Right. Is it, right. Do you buy the trailer? Or do you buy the tow vehicle? Yeah. So you were smarter than me, though, because <laughs> at least you you realized before you bought the trailer, yeah. and then it opened up lots more possibilities. Right. It did, it right. did, yeah. yeah. So we were, and I went down to uh, to New Camp and looked because uh, we we only live a couple of hours away from the factory, right? And so I went down, looked at the three twenty, looked at the four hundred, and three twenty was adorable, mm-hmm. but I thought this this is going to be a little snug. So I looked at the four hundred, really fell in love with the four hundred. Yep. And I thought, well, it's 35, 3,600 pounds gross vehicle weight. And, you know, it's well within the capabilities of, mm-hmm. of the, of the Atlas. And, right. and so, yeah. And then, but, you know, it's, we talked about like, you don't really know how you're going to camp, right? You don't, right. you don't know which camping style. No, is. Right. No. no. So we were looking at like, um, you know, pop-ups with the fold out, you know, the fold out ends. And we thought, well, we could stuff the kids and all the grandkids in here. And then we thought, well, maybe we'll get something with bunks. Right. You know, and because we don't know who's going to camp with us. Right. And in the end, we realized that their schedules really weren't all that flexible and they probably wouldn't camp with us all that much. And if the grandkids wanted to camp, we could stick a tent outside Absolutely. or put a room on the on the right. camp or whatever. And we thought it's just going to be the two of us most of the time. And I really liked the quality of, oh, of the new camp. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah absolutely. They're the just new- beautiful. Yeah, and the quality, like when, you know, I think the thing was when we looked at the new camp, now I always say, I blame PJ from Princess Craft <laughs> because what happened was, and this was probably before you started watching our channel, but we had the Hummingbird, which we actually really liked. Really liked it. But we kept having issues with our refrigerator, would not run on propane, and we were getting the runaround from both Jayco and Norcold. They blamed each other, but nobody would actually solve the problem. So we were, I just had it. We were on our way to Florida. I think we watched the Princess Craft video. I kept of watching 400. it over and over. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I would say six times. I kept slowing it down, speeding it up, stopping it, listening to what she said, read it, watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's what I want. Yeah. I want it. And then when we showed up at the dealership yeah. like a week later uh-huh. and saw the dovetail corners on, on the drawers and the, the solid wood cabinets and and just the styling. I mean, the aero design, the mm-hmm. sleek design, the just beauty of it. And, and it was like, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like there's some new camp. I'm not going to tell you that you can't have issues with a new camp trailer because right. people do. And we did too. Right. But overall, they are so well built. And what I still to this day, and the reason I wish we were still in a new camp was new camp always took care of us yeah. Yeah. and not just us. Like we would get emails from other people who were like, Patrick, I'm having issues with our new camp. And I'd say, reach out directly to, I mean, Scott Hubble probably hates me to this day. Cause a couple of <laughs> times I actually said, you need to get a hold of Scott Hubble. He's the CEO of new camp. Yeah. And the thing about Scott is he will actually take your phone call. Yeah. And, and then they would get back with me and say, Oh my God, Patrick, they're taking care of us. Like that level of customer service. Well, when we get there, and Elsie be like, "Go see Elsie," and Elsie take care of. Oh yeah, Elsie had parts. parts. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was the thing about New Camp. You know the people, mm-hmm. right? At least you did. I mean, we haven't been with New Camp right. now for three years. Um, 
But yeah. But we were, like I said, we were only a couple hours from the factory. When we had, you know, we had a short list of warranty and very short, very minor list of warranty items that we wanted to take care of. We took it down there. Uh, We bought it from Paul Chamberlain Uh at at Beckley's. So we drove to Maryland to to pick it up. Oh, yeah. The Air Force Uh, guy. The Air Force guy. Yes. You know, it's funny because people would, they either had one of two reactions when they saw the camper. And and then they learned the price, right? Because per like square foot per length or whatever, it doesn't look like a good value because it's expensive. Half the people would say, oh, I understand why you got this because look at the craftsmanship Mm -hmm. and it's really well constructed. And the other half would say, but for the same money, you could have gotten a fifth wheel or you could have gotten a, you know, a 26 (laughs) foot trailer. Twenty. It's like, why did you go so small? So we're at we're at the dealership. (laughs) We're at Grzeny in Lakeland, Florida. And and. We have a salesman. At the time, we didn't realize he was like brand new, brand new, very green. But I'm like, we're here to see the tab 400. So he <laughs> takes us out there. And we're looking at it, and he find he says to me, he goes, uh, "You know, I can get you a much bigger trailer at a lower price." And he points. And I go, lot. he like points out <laughs> at these big square boxes, uh-huh. and I said, "I don't want that. I don't want that." And he goes, "Why not? You could have a much bigger trailer, and it'll cost you a fraction of the price." I said, "Because I don't. I want. I want. I want something that looks cool." And I want something that's really well built. And we knew a lot about it. And then it, I yeah. start telling him, I'm like, you know, this has an Aldi. And he's like, what's, what's that? that? Oh, like, you knew more about it than he yeah, did. Uh-huh. Because we'd watch PJ six times or right. more. Or the and, Aldi. Yeah, the Aldi. Yeah. And, and so we're showing him. He's like, oh, okay. So we literally had a dealer trying to sell us a cheaper. And I actually ended up telling him before we left. I'm like, hey, can I give you a piece of advice as a salesperson? When a customer wants to spend $30,000 for an RV, don't try to talk them into a $20,000 one. Unless you know that's really like. He didn't even try to find out what we wanted. He right. just wanted, he just couldn't understand why somebody would spend that kind of right. money. Right. Right. He didn't get it. But you're right. Once people saw our new camp, oh, yeah. They were like, oh, I see why this costs $30,000. Yeah. It's like, do you want the, you want the six ounce filet or do you want 10 pounds of ground chuck? Exactly. They're both valid, both, right. fun, you know, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I should mention at this point, today's episode is not sponsored by New Camp. <laughs> oh, but we were Prince's Craft. Because we are, yeah, yeah, we, yeah we Prince's was. Craft or New Camp, we'd love for you to sponsor our podcast because we think you're awesome. They are so, awesome. And when you're saying that and you're not being sponsored, you know it's true. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's go back to your journey. So you went to the factory, you fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Then you went out, saw Paul, the Air Force guy. Yeah. Um, and then is that when you just decided to buy it? Did you buy it once you once you saw it? We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was one 2019 left, and then several 2020s, because uh, this was in the summer of 2019. Okay. Okay. And um, they were the, basically the same price. Actually, the 2019 was a little bit less expensive, and it was a lady ordered it and had a backup cam put in, and she you know shows the color combination and all that. And then sight unseen, she came to pick it up and she said, that's huge. I'll never be able to deal oh, with this. That's huge. That's huge. huge. I, and Think so you never thought you'd hear something say about <laughs> yeah, 100. Right. So Paul, they, she said, what else do you have? And he said, well, give you looked at the 320. She ended up taking a 320 home. Okay. And they never did title the, the 400, but it was ordered. And then, you know, sure. so, and I said to Paul, I said, well, between these, you know, it, I mean, which, which would you pick? And Paul is, he's so honest, I think to his own detriment sometimes, you know, what yep. he, cause he would, he said, take the 2019. I said, why? He says, it has the Dometic cool cat. I'm not confident that the changes they're making are going to work out as well as the cool cat. Take the one with the cool cat. 
and we did. And that's how there we ended go. up with with Astro, right? Which was our awesome. Yeah, and oh. that's the first time you had seen. Yeah, that's the really any camper. I think, that, but I think that's how that goes because the first time I saw our house was <laughs> after you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I see a theme here. Yeah, <laughs> well, I hadn't even seen our house before we bought it, but that's a whole well, that's other true. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your first impression, Abe? Oh, I loved it. Oh, you did. I okay. loved it. Um, it felt it felt kind of European. Right. Yes. Sense. Um, I loved how compact everything felt. Um, and like Jim said, you could see like the quality. It didn't feel like anything was gonna rip off the sides or anything um, right was, and and it was cute it was really cute yeah and for me like i organization even in that thing there was spaces available to put like your shoes or your whatever mm-hmm. your gizmos and gadgets but there was tons of little storage spots yeah. that you could figure out what to do with yeah now ours was white with black um like design the on the black side. yeah on the outside yeah, and what sure. was yours Silver, silver, yeah, silver, silver. silver. Our first little Dutchman was silver, silver. Yep, yep, and loved it. So you loved your four hundred, yeah. But for some reason, you decided to make a change. And so, what happened? How did that? How did that become a bad romance? You want to tell that story? I slipped Uh, in the the (laughs) gaga. We actually we just needed more room. Um, I think initially we just we wanted to do weekend camping. Um, at the time. Uh, the job that I had, I had two laptops that I was kind of carrying around sure. with me. And it was, um, you know, so I work in graphic design and sometimes it's kind of hard to, I was the only graphic designer on the team. So it's kind of hard to just step away right. um, and delay projects and stuff. So I would bring work with me and I would have to set up, you know, the table and the and the tab wasn't very big. So like the one laptop, which was very generously sized, took up the entire table. Then I had like a setup on the side, you know, some sure. wonky stacks of shelves <laughs> and stuff that i could put my right. other laptop on um and it just ended up just being a big space hogger right um and if if i'm honest i was not in love with the wet bath no um i always uh whenever we went camping i always just used the shower, you know, the shower house. house yeah okay what uh, about you jim the wet bath didn't bother me okay because we actually it was fine never I, bothered us yeah i like the heated floor yeah, heated floor was nice. And the way the curtain, it helped keep the water contained. Yeah. Uh, I still had to wipe some stuff down, but yeah, I I, I didn't mind it. I, I didn't like, like, you know, you had to, like, draw the floor before yeah, you, to, you know, other right. use the bathroom. Right. But it was, it was, it was you had to think about that because if you didn't, you had wet feet. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Wet socks. Wet socks. Yeah. yeah. I always said, and I, New Camp should steal this line from me. I've been, I've used it for a long time. It's the most luxurious and driest wet bath on the market <laughs> because we've had other wet baths. Like our Jayco was a wet bath. It was a really wet bath. The toilet <laughs> would get wet. Yeah, it was a really wet bath. You really had to plan where you put because you really couldn't have like towel storage or anything. And in the tab, you could because you had that shower mm-hmm. curtain that covered mm-hmm. three sides. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing you had to wipe down, we wiped down more in this quote right. dry bath yeah. than we did in the tab because in the tab you just had to wipe down the front where the shower head was mm-hmm. and the floor, mm-hmm. and then just let your shower curtain sure. dry. Um, where with this one, I end up wiping down like three sides plus a shower curtain. And <laughs> right. So, well, yeah. But that's okay. I yeah. I just thought that was interesting because. <laughs> But it's okay. Well, it, like the driest it, wet bath on the market. <laughs> Mark and Karen, they're not a big fan of the. No, no. 
who have Carl now. I mean, a, a dry bath is always going to be an upgrade sure. from any right. weapon. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Right. But it was really the space, though. Spacing, probably. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the biggest. Isn't it interesting, though, Abe, how once you identify one issue with your RV, all of a sudden it's like pop, 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 other I, little other things. <laughs> like, yeah. like, well, you know, Jim, the bath, I, I'm not a big fan of the yeah. bath. Yeah. And, or like in my case, it was... And we were space as well. Oh, yes. It was the bed for us. Oh, no. That was not working. It, it, the, when we first <laughs> yeah. got it, I didn't it, nope. mind sleeping in the wedge. Yeah. But for some reason, as as Truman and Bess got bigger, bigger. I started to get more claustrophobic <laughs> back there. Well, and I think part of it was Delaney loved to be down by your feet. Right. She would lay down in that area, and she had plenty of space. This guy, True True right here, he likes to be between your shoulders. Right. And so when and you're in like that bed, you. there's no yeah. space between the shoulders. So basically he was on us. And then you got smushed into the wedge. And because uh, I couldn't do the wedge from the get go. I could not. I was no. like, no way. I was so claustrophobic that night. I tried it. I remember I, I could not. I could not do it. I'm like, I got to get out of this bed because it was New Year's Eve. We were watching yep. the countdown. I'm like, I got to switch. I can't do it. <laughs> it didn't bother me in the beginning. <laughs> but, but then it was like, okay, the wedge is starting to bother yeah, me. Yeah. You can't and then sit it's like, up. Then it was truly. like, yeah. And it was like, well, you know, you can't really pass each other. No. Like we had no. to do the a, a shimmy. If it was. And, like, it's just how funny how like little things that don't bother. But once you have one thing on your yeah. mind, yeah. all of a sudden yeah. it's like. And our rule was if, if someone needed to get out of the bed, it was an all get out. Yeah. Because yeah. no one jumped over anybody, and it yeah. Was, yeah, it was just not working. Yeah. Then it was the, the the tank size too. So the four hundred yeah. has a thirty gallon fresh, which is really like a twenty six because of where the the sure. water pickup is, and an eighteen gallon gray and a twelve gallon black. Right. Well, the twelve gallon black was fine. Yeah. Um, the thirty gallon fresh, you can get around that because you can like we have a big fifteen gallon thing with a pump in it, so you can refill right. that. The bottleneck in that system was the gray tank. Yep, and that always fills first, even if you take quick showers. So now you're really watching, you know, yeah. how long you can stay, and then you have to drain the tank. What do you do with the water? Right. And you, you know, you sort, sort, you're kind of limited there. You can use the facilities, but those vary in quality from campground sure. to campground. Right. Some of them you just don't. You're like, that's no, that's a non-starter. So, right. uh, and some are fine. So it was like the tank sizes were. It's like, well, yeah. I don't know if we're going to stay out a little bit longer. So now we start thinking about what do we want our next RV to be? Well, then your camping style comes into that because you start how yeah. you're camping is into that. You know, what are you doing? Are you outside? Because with our tab, we were outside more. Right. And then, but then the space inside was crampy. So what do we do? So you start yeah. just the, your style of camping changes over time, I think. Yeah. And are you, you learn what are you good with? Are you doing more boondocking yeah. or are you more of a full hookup? kind of camper right. and again it, i always say it doesn't matter what type of style of camping you do everybody's entitled to camp the way they want to camp right, right. but that can play into because if you're going to be an off-grid camper yep. those tank sizes were yeah. brutal we had right. to really do those navy oh, hours right and really go manage th- our water three days yeah you could yeah. go three days and it was always like you said it was always the gray, gray. Tank. Mm-hmm. black tank right. was never we could go five days on a sure. 12 gallon black tank yeah that gray tank three was we and uh, patty was right like we were pinching every drop of water right so and, yeah. and abe wasn't working that job when we first got the tab so it was just me working remotely and i just had a little laptop and i was fine sure. but that's that's sort of what changed it's like we can both work remotely right, right. so that's sort of what drove the space mm-hmm. uh, thing and who then got, i got their lance first us or you did we did, we did. Okay. yes our lance is your fault okay <laughs> <laughs>
then I became obsessed with Airstream. Oh, yes. Oh, if yes. If you look in my like YouTube history for that period of time, it's nothing but like, uh, you know, uh, uh, colonial patrick uh you know airstream <laughs> yeah. videos and i became obsessed with airstream oh. and they were expensive then sure probably too expensive but maybe not too expensive of course this was you know three years ago right and uh, uh and then it's like, like you know we thought i kind of liked a cold weather camp and these really sure. aren't perfect for cold weather camping and you know they're only single insulated windows and the aluminum and all that and so I started looking at other things and like Arctic Fox, but those were way too heavy. Right. And I, and I realized that for starters, whatever we were going to get was going to require a different vehicle because the Atlas was yeah. not going to pull right. something that was going to suit us size wise. And then you bought the Lance mm -hmm. and I invited myself up. You were at a KOA. <laughs> There's a pattern of me inviting myself places too. Oh, that's uh, right. I forgot about the KOA. Yeah. You know, that uh, Labor Day weekend. It was a Labor Day weekend. Just Mark gotten and, it. Yeah. Mark and Karen were with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I came up and invited that's myself here. Nice. You brought like, you brought, you brought, goodies. Like, you brought tons of ice cream. Like, yeah. A ridiculous amount of ice cream. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I bribed my way. Oh my way. God. Yeah. I forgot all about that. And the puppies, they had ice cream yeah, for you brought weeks. The puppies, uh, the puppies. Yeah. yeah, I knew how to work that. They yeah. were spoiled. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, and you wanted to look at our lamps right. to see what it was like. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. wanted to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't see that one either. No, I didn't see no. that one either. <laughs> More <laughs> patterns emerged. Oh. You know what, Abe? We should, when we get done recording today, we should go to an RV lot so you can start looking at RVs before <laughs> oh. Joe goes and buys a new one. Oh, I have one in mind. Oh, you do? Oh, oh yes. Oh. A Tiffin. Oh. <laughs> Luxury fancy. We went to an RV show And so the inside joke is I'm going to get a tip in Nice, nice. Well, I will say this about Jim If anybody needs any information on Airstreams I swear Jim, uh -huh. you know more than most dealers do Pick on him Like <laughs> you, could, you can literally throw out like a model yep. And Jim will tell you what decors are available in it uh -huh. I like you you had really researched it. Yeah, it, it was sad. It was <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah. Walking around campgrounds and seeing an Airstream is then Jim becomes a spec sheet. Yeah. And it's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's oh. got it. Yeah. Well, that's the Flying Cloud 20. So we bought, yeah. we bought our Lance in June of 2020. And then when did you end up getting yours? We went and looked at them in August and, or August or September. September, I think, and I took think delivery so. first week of October. Nice. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And you ended up choosing a, a your model number. I never can remember. 2285. 2285. And what was it about that? that model. Like, what like. did you like? Because, you again, we're making this transition from going from the 400. Right. And, and I think we both had our must-have list. For yes. me, I wanted bigger tanks. Okay. And anticipating that I was going to spend a lot of time in the dinette working as a workspace, I wanted a separate seating area. Um, so that, you know, it's just a psychological thing. Like if you're here all day working, are you going to want to relax here? I, I sort sure. of wanted to couple decouple, even if it was only three feet away. Right. So I kind of wanted a separate seating area and I really wanted to walk around bed. So the tanks and, and I still wanted to maintain the build quality. I wanted something that was well insulated and I didn't want to give up on the, the build quality mm. of, of new camp. So those, the, the tank size, the separate seating and the walk around bed were my three must haves. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And I just... I just wanted a lot more space. Well, the division of areas too, because there were a lot of times I ended up having to work late to catch up on projects and stuff. And and I didn't want to have to click and clack while Jim's trying to sleep. So something where we could just divide the space a little have bit a little better space out and a bigger yeah. table. Right. So right. I didn't have to do the 
the stack of box shelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a dry bath. Oh, and a dry bath. Sure. But I was I was willing to compromise on the dry, dry bath at that point. Now I think I, I, I can only do dry bath. Yeah. <laughs> I think our only real, I mean, our big thing was we wanted to walk around bed. bed. And I honestly, I my goal was to stay under 21 feet. It didn't happen. Right. We ended up at 23. Three. Three. Yeah, because they picked on you at Princess, Princess Craft about that. Yeah. Clinton. Yeah, because we, we, when we took delivery, we recorded with RV small talk yeah. and talked about our <laughs> new trailer. Uh-huh. And I was saying how, and, and PJ goes like, why are you fixated on 21 feet? And then Lindsay says, Cause... yeah, yours is like one PJ longer than you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> she's so short, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for those people that listening don't know PJ, PJ's She's a short little lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not quite as tall as me. So, but yeah, I, but I think that was kind of our, we, we were not initially thinking slide out. Right. Um, but when we went and looked at the Lances, we actually looked here in Ohio right. at the Lances. And the minute we st- stepped in this trailer, we were like, oh, wow. Because the slide out, even though slide outs can cause problems, and that's a whole nother another episode. episode. But it was just like the space compared to the 400. We're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. When we had two Lances, we were looking at models. The 85 and the 95. And the one, this one has a bigger bath area. We now call it the multi-purpose room. Right. It has storage back <laughs> the pool there. tables back yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but you have, the other one you didn't, you could come in, you came in in the back and right. like where our bath is. But yeah. They were basically similar. I, almost mm-hmm. identical. Now we, at one point I had even talked to PJ about, and I, maybe the 1685. Yes. Which yes. I believe is basically our trailer. Um, the bed's different, isn't it? It's a side the, to side. Bed. It's a side to side, and so well, and the reason I was looking at was two reasons. One, it was a little bit shorter because yep. again, I was fixating on twenty one feet. He was, and but the bed was a side to side. It was still a queen residential queen size right. bed, um, right? And I was thinking it would be cheaper. And I remember I called PJ, and she said, "Look, I think that's a bad idea for you." And, and again, PJ is just like Paul would do yeah. whatever. But but always is there to help you think through these things. And I said, okay, well, tell me why. And she says, do you know the number one reason people upgrade RVs? And I said, uh, no. And she said, typically, it's the reason you're upgrading, walk the around, bed. Walk around bed. And people want a walk around bed versus a site. She goes, I know it's a residential queen and you won't have that wedge. But when you go to trade it in or sell it, you're going to get more and um and she said number two the price difference is so minimal and her thing was you have the tow vehicle you know as long as you can tow it right um which we did really 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 did another episode there's another episode (laughs) quote but we did yeah yeah but um you know and i appreciated that i appreciate and that's the thing if you can have a sales team or a dealership that you trust and a lot of times people are like why would you go clear to texas to buy we went clear to texas to buy because of pj because of pj richard and clint Lindsay. these are people we know they're people we trust Trust. yeah and as as i left a comment for somebody one day who basically said well you're an idiot for driving clear to texas okay i said look if if there was a dealership like princess craft near me i would have bought locally but we didn't have that confidence Mm -mm. right and um and I don't want somebody just to sell me a trailer just because they want to make a sale. Right. Because Paul and PJ don't do that. No. Right. So. Yep. And the thing that was surprising, I think we had narrowed it down to the 2285 and the 2375, yeah. which are both the same length within a few inches and almost the same layout. 
they have the separate bedroom. Um, the they they flip flop the kitchen and the seating area. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I thought for sure the twenty three seventy five was going to be the one. And when we went down to our dealer, I went down to Mike Jones RV just outside of Cincinnati, and, and they've since closed. He retired, uh, but he had both of them down there. Right. He said the twenty three seventy five is spoken for; it's sold, but it's here. And the customer said, "You're welcome to walk through it." And I have a twenty two eighty five for sale. And we went down and looked, mm-hmm. and it's funny because on paper we thought it was going to be the other way around, but when right. we walked in, yeah, we were the same way. We we on paper looking just at the website. We went to look at the 2075, yes. which was their one of their newest models. Yeah, no slide outs. The no Euro. slide out. Because yeah. to me, on paper, it was the perfect RV for us. No slide outs. Walk around bed. I love the outdoor kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's then, the one that had the U dinette in the yeah, back. Yeah, the big yep. U dinette. Mm-hmm. And it had built in wine storage, which I thought was <laughs> awesome. You thought that was the bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when we got to Avalon, which is where we looked, we walked in and I'm like, um this just feels like a big hallway it felt tight it felt really tight and um and it was quite a bit more money right and then when we walked in 85 and a 95 and again with the slide out right i'm like this is cheaper it's shorter and this feels so much bigger right what we don't have and it doesn't bother us because it's just the two of us we don't have like the separate bedroom right Mm -hmm. so this model it's just one big room it's the bedroom i mean you have a curtain we never use the curtain mm. but that doesn't bother us right but again it depends on every individual is a little what different do you, what and, do you use it for yeah right. so have you been happy with your decision oh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely no regrets it's really we we see other campers now and we look and you know you still kind of you know look around and you know, yeah, there's still neat and, stuff yeah, yeah there's still right but i have yet to find something that checks all the boxes this really is the perfect camper mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. uh that doesn't mean i don't miss the tab right right yes. i have a strange emotional attachment it is tab. it's <laughs> and like i don't like, know why it? i felt guilty when we traded it in like you know we did too yeah and we uh because it. it was just cozy and you know i would turn the aldi on in the winter time and because we, we we store it at home i just go out there and read and nap and it was just so cozy it was like a little cabin it was know? yeah and uh so yeah there are things that i miss i miss sometimes like the nimbleness of a smaller camper. Yeah. Right. You don't have to worry about the space. You know, you can take any space you want at a campground because it's it's shorter, uh, it's a little easier to back in. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> challenges with single axle being kind of twitchy when you're backing. Right. But, but you know, it was easier to maneuver. Yeah. Um, you know, fuel stops, you know, because we're almost 40 feet between the truck and, and the, the trailer. So, you know, you got to think ahead. Right. You know, you're mm-hmm. not popping into the 7-Eleven for gas. I mean, you might pop in, but you're not popping out. Right. <laughs> you know, without taking something with you that doesn't belong to you, like a gas pump. Um, a Slurpee but, and a gas pump. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, so there there are downsides to, to a bigger trailer, sure. for sure. And, you know, if we've been able to keep both, it would have yeah. been perfect. So, but yeah, very, very happy with mm-hmm. Yeah. So not looking at this point, you haven't started the list like no, we no. have. Like we have the we list, have list started. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> yeah, you literally. Have we list. literally yeah. have a list, yeah. which now people are going to be like, "Oh, if he's made a list, they're getting yeah. a new RV." No, yeah, we just but... haven't found anything, and we truly no. do love this camper. Yeah, it's nice. And we've had very few issues. We had a couple of minor issues in the beginning that were warranty, but um, you know, despite being a COVID camper, because it was built in right. July yeah. twenty. Uh, I don't know whether it was just luck of the draw or I know our dealer did really good prep. Um, and, you know, I think that has a lot to do with it, too. 
but we've had very few issues and right. it's really well made and you know you look at the prices today yeah you know our campers yeah. almost double what we paid for oh, yeah years ago. absolutely and there's nothing there's really nothing out there that checks the box yeah. like right. this one does no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, overall, we and people who know our we've had a lot channel, of issues. We've had some. Mm -hmm. I mean, but uh, you know, once they're fixed, which they are, they we think are. the slide out. We've had no issues since Lippert fixed our slide out. The now both the axles, axles have been done. replaced yeah. thanks to Princess Craft. Mm -hmm. Um, now we feel like you know we got things the bugs are good. We think yeah. yeah, we're good. I mean, when you look at our list, though, it's it's kind of picky things like ducted air ducted air like right. i the air conditioning it's in so here is loud. super loud yes, it, is. it is and we've had ducted air and i know how much quieter in the it cab is. it was just peaceful quiet yeah. we yeah. have sweated through zoom and google meet calls oh yeah yeah because yes, yeah it because it's too loud yeah. we did yeah. that yeah when i have to teach classes and it's hot out he's warm in here i i can't i mean because it's just too loud the students can't hear me i mean cargo capacity is a big one yeah because on our trailer we have i mean we can't bring two extra ramens. That's how tight we are. Right. On, I mean, literally, it's like, <laughs> so, you know, and then a theater seat. I mean, we, we would love to have, like, like a, we have that convertible sofa, which we said but we wanted. I don't think we'd do that again. We wouldn't do it again. Mm -hmm. One, it makes your mattress a little more uncomfortable Janky, yeah. because of that cut. And it's not that hard to flip the mattress up and put up, but honestly, that jackknife sofa is just not that comfortable. No. So, and then a local dealership because it, when we were having some issues, it and, and nice. again, that's no disrespect. No, it's just crap. Right, right, it's right, just, right. it's, it's just hard for us to go 1300 miles. Yeah. And, and a lot of your local dealers then won't work with you. Or it, even if they're forced to like the Lance kind of says, I think Lance has a rule that they have to take you, right? But they don't have to put you at the top of the. No, list. they're going to put their own customers, which is right. understandable. Yeah, you know, that, that's well, it is. That well, it is. It is. We, we, yeah, yeah, that could be that another. That's whole, another conversation. Don't yeah. get me started it on is, the is. auto auto industry yeah. versus the RV industry. But, yeah, I didn't mean to pull. But that. we're lucky yeah. now because isn't uh, isn't the rumor that Lance is going to be building in Indiana? They already have. Lance has a factory now in Decatur, Indiana, oh, building two trailers. Far. That's like an hour and a half from our home. Better than 13 hours. I don't know whether you can get service <laughs> there or not. Um, but yeah, something maybe in yeah. the future if we need. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always one of those people. I'm always looking. We always look. Yeah. But as we talked <laughs> yesterday, Jim, on our walk, there's nothing. There's a few that I like, but this Lance overall, even though we've had a couple major issues overall, it is really solid. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I guess, you know, like on our short list, I mean, I know Tiffin's on your yeah. list. <laughs> you know, that's all it says under requirements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I like the, I like the Intex. We talked about that. Yesterday. Yeah. I think yeah, those yeah. are well built, yep. um, especially the Terra Oasis. Yeah. That I, like that camper. I really like the new Embers, especially yep. their new touring line. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, I'm still and a lot of people laugh when I say this. I'm still a big fan of the Keystone Cougars, even though they are part of Thor and they're mass produced. I still think for value, mm -hmm. the Cougar line is an outstanding value. And we our fifth wheel we had for eight years. And we used that thing. We used the heck out of that and thing. It, and it did well. It did well. Yeah. So I, I know because sometimes I'll be talking to people and they're like, wait a minute, you're you're talking Ember, you're talking Intech. Those are a whole different And camp. then you're throwing in Cougar. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. like, you need to go look at a Cougar. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's not like I in our local dealership is a Cougar dealership and we bought several trailers there. 
and I'll point out to them, and they they don't disagree with me. Um, like in here in our lance, and those of you listening to the podcast, you won't be able to see it, but you see no trim Mm-mm. between the the ceiling and the walls. Right. You go into most RVs there's like trim Cougar, pieces there's everywhere. Trim piece. That's that's designed to hide the flaws in the cut because things are cut by hand. Yep. Right. <laughs> These lances. New Camp, same way. Yeah. CNC, CNC cutting. It is tight. It is tight. They don't need to hide things with trim pieces. No. Nope. Nope. But the difference between a Cougar of this size, um, we're probably looking ten to fifteen thousand dollars less, least. At, at least, least. maybe even twenty yeah. now. And I can deal with some trim pieces falling for right. twenty thousand dollars. You know right. what I mean? Right. So yeah, but yeah, I think people when when they're looking. It's it's like you don't when you're first starting to camp, you really don't know how you're going to camp. So you no. make a best guess. You make an educated guess and you think, OK, well, you know, it's going to be just one person or two people. Or, and then you end up taking more people or, right. you know, we didn't anticipate the workspace. And mm-hmm. and it, there's no there's no harm. You know, there's no, no crime in saying yeah, this was a good choice for us then. But our needs have changed or we've learned something about ourselves right. or whatever the circumstances have changed. And I think it's OK. People get, you know, like. You know, how many campers if if you guys had oh my over, gosh. Over time? Ten. <laughs> you know, but you want to try and sometimes it's just a matter of trying something different. Right. Maybe we want a drivable. You know, maybe right. maybe you don't want to set up anymore. Right. And maybe you don't want to tow and have to back in a, in a travel trailer and maybe you just want something you park and plug right. it in and off you go. That's and, right. You know, there's compromises with I, all I'm always people. amazed when we get comments when we talk about having ten RVs and people are like, What's your problem? Can't you be happy? And and it has nothing to do with it's not really- being happy. It's again, it kind of goes back to the podcast we recorded about chapters, chapters of, of our life. Mm-hmm. Our travel has changed over the years. And and just like yours did, yeah. you started with one, but then you realize, and there's nothing wrong with that. As long as a person can afford to change right. trailers, right. what's it to anybody else? Mm-hmm. And right. and for us, we, we've went through different phases from, we started with what? I think that first tab was maybe 12 or 13 feet. Mm-hmm. We eventually got to a 35-foot fifth wheel right. where we were seasonal camping right. for years. Then we went back down to small again, and now we're slowly working our way back up. Maybe yeah. never. I don't. Never's a long time. Probably not to a 35-foot <laughs> fifth. Wheel. Right. Right. We're recording this. I don't need someone yeah. to yeah. for me. <laughs> never's a long so, time. I see people like on forums and in, in, in Facebook groups, and they'll say, you know, we're concerned about, you know, what is the maximum length of a trailer at, at national parks? Because some national sure. parks have right. length. Of, and they're like, you know, somebody will say whatever feet. And they'll say, well, we're not sure if this is the one for when are you planning to go to the national park in 10 years when we retire? I'm like, we may have something different. Who cares now? Right. right? I mean, in a sense, you want to sort of get ahead of, you know, you sure. don't want to maybe buy twice, but everybody's trying to buy their last trailer first. Right. And it's it's, and it's hard to do. It, it is. I mean, I don't think we've ever said this is going to be our forever trailer. No. You know, no. It's, it's like this is the unit that's right for us right now yeah. that's why yeah. we don't regret the 400 at all the 400 we loved for, oh, for that it. two and a half yeah. years that we had it right and it at that moment in time it was right for us mm-hmm. yeah it worked yeah. yeah and now we're this is the right trailer for right. us right now and we weren't sure we're both still working so yeah. like when we were thinking long weekend camping is sure. our sort of you know our mainstay but we went to maine this summer that's the furthest we've ever gone mm-hmm. it's the longest we've ever been away yep. we didn't know how that was going to work i was like we'd never boondocked before you know, and I've never driven that far. So you're like, you know, is this going to be an easy tow? Is it going to be easy to, to boondock with? Is it, well, and you don't know until you try. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it worked really well. I thought so, too. I mean, granted, I didn't have to drive, but I thought so, too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you crack or dock? 
We did. Yeah. yeah, we went to Cracky Barrel. Cracky Barrel. That's right. Yeah, that was actually our that was our first boondock. That was. And yeah. it was it was pretty good. And we we're only what seventy five feet away from Bacon, so I don't know yeah. if that's really boondock. Guys were roughing it. Yeah. Poor guys. Well, I'll tell you what, this has been a really good discussion. Yeah. I, I think it's really, you know, if nothing else for people listening, maybe it makes them realize like maybe we don't have to try to find the perfect unit. We can just get going because I, I you know, I, I can't remember who's told me this and maybe it was Paul, the Air Force guy, but, you know, somebody told me like, if you keep waiting to find the perfect unit, think of all those missed opportunities to go right. camping and memories you could have made while you were looking for that perfect unit and um, mm-hmm. and it's okay because you could make changes so right yeah. so guys every uh, episode we we try to when possible throw out a Delaney pro tip mm-hmm. and I'm gonna throw out one as a question and we'll get your thoughts on it but one potential thing that you could do if you're looking for an RV and you don't maybe know what's right for you is consider renting an RV you know, take it out, you know, like if you're thinking maybe I do want a motorhome before you go spend a hundred thousand plus, you can actually rent a motorhome for a week, take it out and try it. And at least then you would find out because I know like my father went and bought a motorhome and then realized, oh, this is not fun. He didn't for like him, it. it was not fun yeah. driving mm-hmm. it. And so what are your thoughts as a pro tip um, is renting? I mean, it's obviously not going to answer all your questions, but for somebody who's maybe never camped before, would that make sense as opposed to plopping down thirty, forty thousand dollars and then going, oh, I don't like bugs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is because it's I mean, yeah, you'll spend some money. And some people would say, well, if I'm gonna spend that much money, you know, I could put that toward a trailer, but you really don't know what you want. Right. And there's nothing like being out there and, you know, maybe like you said, the motorhome, maybe it's too big to drive. Maybe right. it's intimidating. Maybe it's uh and then when you have a drivable, you have to have a towed vehicle to, right. you know, otherwise you you're going to unhook to run down the Walmart, you know, so sure. you're kind of stuck there and set up. So it's a different experience. And I think renting is, you know, a really good way. And I would say, you know, do a couple of weekends or do a week yeah. and really live with it yep. and and see. Yeah, because I think even for us, even once we buy trailers, it takes a few months of camping to realize like, oh, I don't really like this about it. Like, you're not going to find out everything about that RV in a mm-hmm. one weekend or one week trip. But it will at least maybe help you narrow down. Do we actually like a pop-up or do we like a motorhome? Because again, I think a lot of people think like, well, I love driving my car. So a motorhome is the same thing. And it's not. not. Right. I mean, a a, a Silverado 2500 is not the same thing as a Tundra. Nope. I feel like I'm in this beast now (laughs) and I'm trying to get used to it. So, but I think that could be maybe for somebody who's never RV'd before, Mm -hmm. that might be a good first step. And I would say check with your local dealer because I believe there are some dealers where you can where they rent RVs. Yep. And then if you end up deciding to buy from them, they will actually apply your yep. rental money towards the purchase mm-hmm. of of a new RV. I think they do that as a way to kind of entice you to try sure. it out before mm-hmm. you buy it. Yeah. And so check with your local RV dealership and see if that's something they might do or right. be willing to do. Right. So absolutely. yeah. All right, Patty, this has been so much fun today. Jim, Abe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we should, as we always do at the end, but this is kind of nice. Instead of just talking about Jim, he's actually here. So I don't know, Jim, Have is this going to be an easy one for you to edit or... 
Well, I got to cut all my parts out. Oh, what's that going on? Um, we know you make us sound good. Have you figured out how to make us look good yeah. for the video version? Uh, working on that. Okay. <laughs> Filters. 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 <laughs> lots, of, lots of dark recordings, right? Lots of night recordings. We all look like we're in the Witness Protection Program. There, there we go. go. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, until next time, as we always say here at Travels with Delaney, we'll see you. On down the road. Bye-bye. Travels with Delaney. We'll see you on down the road. Travels with Delaney. We'll see, see you, you on down, down the road. road. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we just have to make sure we hit the right button, which is. Huh?